Here recapping the Prime down in Louisville after the first round. Uh, we do have four key chargers um, that have made the event. Uh, Kevin, Sean, James, and myself are all here. I think you've heard one of us on every podcast here or there, some podcast or another. Um, and I'm here recapping with James, um, mostly because we got the unfortunate honor or whatever you want to call it of having to play each other in the first round. So um, I think a little bit of advantage to me because he's playing a deck that he's been gracious enough to loan me for Vegas Triad. So I know the deck really, really well. In fact, I didn't even look at the deck list the first time when we were looking. And then when they said, hey, it's time to look at deck list, I went in and glanced just to remind myself. But, you know, from my point of view, I mean, I did take the win. Um, I drew Taliga in my opening hand with, what else did I have? Full Moon, I think. Um, Dust Pixie and Ancient Bear. Yep. And boom, Amber um, immediately on the board. And then. Yeah, and I, then, I, I went, a, I drew a 2 2 2, and uh, it was it was pretty bad. And I couldn't do anything but give Neil Amber because it's a Liga, because I had a whole bunch of creatures in my hand. So I went ahead and played them, hoping that I could clear Taliga out the second turn, and just wasn't to be. I think he got at least a key off Taliga. Uh, he went up real fast. I, I had pretty bad draws, uh, but he played really well, too. Uh, you know, knowing the deck uh, is helpful. Uh, if any of you guys are interested, it's a deck. We, we did a deck evaluation of it the first time I was on. Um, but, yeah, it's, I went I went down two keys to nothing. I was able to get two more keys, but I just couldn't get enough. I was able to keep him off a key uh, with a Miasma, but then he went up to 12 Amber, and I just had nothing. Back and forth, I mean, Saye does what Saye does. It makes Amber and puts pressure. The game probably would have ended a couple turns earlier, but he had a super key kill with Neutron Shark on Nepin Seed. Otherwise, I would have cycled loot the bodies for a lot um, mm-hmm. with that and uh, that play. And uh, But, you know, it is what it is. It, it, is uh, it is unfortunate, but, you know, I mean, it's only the first round. Um, it is a top eight cut with no X1 guarantee. I think there's, what, 29 people, they said? Yeah, so, 29. There's one by. I mean, you still want to be X1 because X2, there may, be a, there may be a person that gets in. I haven't done the math, but, I mean, it's it'll be close to that cutoff. So. Well, as long as you went out, I should be okay strength and schedule-wise. That'll help. <laughs> Hopefully. Who knows? Like, uh, we do know um, a couple other people that we know in the area here. Um, James is here. The head judge, we'll go ahead and say, is, uh, is Nick. He's a great guy. I play with him every time I'm down here for work. A great, a great guy. He's doing, he's doing fine as a judge so far. Round one end. And, uh, Eric is here from Team SAS, Justice Blinded. You said so, James. You didn't mean me. You meant the, the James yeah, from this area. Yeah, the James for the area. This is also James. But, uh, but yeah, James uh, Greenwell is his last name. A good guy. Uh, and then Howard from Evansville. We know him because he played at a store championship just last week up in Indy. So. Yeah, we've seen him on a couple of prime, or, uh, vault tours as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See him in Collinsville. And I think Gen Con is a real nice guy. Um, that's our recap for round one. We're both playing uh, Coda decks. Uh, we'll we'll link all the decks in the in the description of the of, of the recap when we get back. Um, and then uh, I know there's two AOA decks being played by the other two. Uh, Sean's playing an AOA deck with the Time Traveler and some other stuff in it. Um, and then is that the Double Too Much to Protect deck? Double Too Much to Protect is in there as well. Yeah. And then uh, 
Uh, Kevin is using one of my decks that's won a store championship and does pretty well, but he really learned it on the way up here on the drive yeah. down here. So he's at a disadvantage. He's a little he disadvantage, um, but I think is uh, gives him a shot, and you know, hopefully after the first round or so, he'll he'll have uh, some practice in with it and, and get moving. But that's it. We're gonna try to keep these as short as we can, but thought get a little longer since we're introducing the the round today. Well, and this is two of us playing, so. <laughs> and two of us playing, you know, I don't know if the others will do any recaps. Um, you know, we may grab it, just depends. They were still playing when we walked out here, so. I appreciate it, everybody. All right, reporting after round two here at the Prime in Louisville, Kentucky. This is Neil, and this time I've got Sean with me, because hey. James is still playing. Hey, guys. Was it table three, playing against Nick from Nashville? Maybe it was Rick. I'm sorry. Rick from Nashville. Real nice guy. And uh, Muscles does what Muscles does. It uh, got out so pretty ugly. I went pile of skulls first turn. He, I noticed on his card when I looked through it, it was Phil. I mean, his logos was like dream, but like director was the biggest thing. He had director, a couple of them. A ZYX, he had two Xanthic Harvesters. Those were the biggest creatures in his deck. So I knew that if I could get Brobnar and if I got Pile of Skulls, which I just happened to get in my opening hand, I did not have to mulligan for it. I knew Pile of Skulls was going to be a champion because it was going to be really hard to take anything down. Especially if I get Ancient Bears, I could just literally attack and kill almost everything that he owns without even taking damage. And that's what happened. I mean, I had an Ancient Bear with seven Amber captured on it at the end of the game. Um, it was just, uh, it was a rough, it was a rough, it was, it was a three nothing win. Um, he conceded when I went to like 12 Amber at the end. He didn't have TMTP, and I had noticed that as well. So how'd you go, Sean? Yeah, so uh, I'll give a quick recap for round one. I lost round one, so I want to recap that. Uh, <laughs> round two, it's fresh in my mind. I played Josh from Louisville. He had Shadows, Untamed, and Lagos, I believe. So it was kind of a mirror match. And his was a Coda deck. I'm using a AOA Double too much to protect, uh, time traveler, you know, key charge and, and untamed. I got, I got the early lead. He had like five amber after the first two rounds, but I was able to get, uh, Bryn the Fanatic out the second round. And then my third round, I, uh, did a, uh, uh, standardized testing, which didn't kill my Bryn, but it wiped his board, but one creature and my board, but one creature. And then I played standardized testing to still, his Amber with the Brend, or I'm sorry, Bouncing Death Quirk. Yeah, I played Bouncing Death Quirk after that to kill the, the Amber with the That's Brend. And uh, he played a Speed Sigil, so I was able to use my Time Traveler, play it, and then action and uh, put it back in my deck. I, I forged my first key. He was able to get up enough to forge a key. For, he had like nine Amber. I TMTP'd him, played Yahtzee Gang, stole one with the, with the uh, Speed Sigil. And then the next turn, he got up to 8 Amber. I drew my second TMTP that turn. Played it. Uh, Yachi Gang was still there, so I, I stole it again. And then uh, the following turn, I think he just played some cards to get some creatures out. Didn't gain any Amber. I was able to uh, get some Untamed. Or, or actually, I played more Logos. I got a bunch of uh, Amber. I was at 5 Amber after that turn. And then he did something. I'm not sure what he did. But my following turn, I just went Untamed. And played uh soldier not soldier the flowers the uh we'll see your name song of spring yeah song of spring life web i think it was and then just played a uh, key charge and that was it game over cool 
Uh, update, I know uh, Kevin uh, went 0-1. Uh, he's playing right now as we were came out here to record real quick in the parking lot. Um, he was 0-1. He had lost. He made, he made a kind of a misplay right at the end of the match. Uh, maybe he would have won, maybe he wouldn't have, but he definitely would have had enough to at least put the pressure on to, to force the other player to do something. But uh, he's playing still actively right now. It looked like he was up two keys to one when we walked away. It looked like James was probably up in his match as well. Yeah, it was one key to one key with James. He just got shatter stormed. But he got enough amber to forge another key, so yeah. we'll see. He's we'll probably, see when we come back in, and we'll see who's uh, whoever finishes first along with near me. We'll uh, come out here and record <laughs> next. Thanks, everybody. Hey, welcome back. We're uh, recapping the end of round three here for the key chargers. Sean's with me again. Um, Kevin hey was around somewhere, but it looks like he walked back inside. Maybe he got cold. I'm not quite sure. Um, I uh, played on stream at table one this game at the, and um, played Josh from Cincinnati. Um, I think I'd maybe have played him at Gen Con in the, in the sealed maybe, because I recognize his tokens are pretty unique. They have back to the future symbols on them. Um, I thought I recognized him. He, you know, we couldn't remember. So um, pretty, pretty cool guy. Um, um, I made a pretty big mistake in the game, um, hesitating with the Tinnicus, thinking that it was the play an artifact. I give him one instead. Obviously, it is the use an artifact. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't have forged his second key, but he did. Luckily, in hand, I had Hunting Witch, uh, Dust Pixie, Bear, Bear, Regrowth, and just went up to seven or eight Amber, whatever that counts to. And uh, and all he had was a Relentless in hand. He just conceded on the spot there to me, so... But three and zero now, and Sean, not not as good a news. Nope, I am now one and two. I played uh, Travis, a local here in Louisville, one of the better players, I think, according to Neil, because he's been down to play a few. Yeah, times. yeah, yeah. Travis, uh, Travis, a good player. Travis Snyder, um, he runs their Facebook page and stuff. He's good. Yeah, he had uh, this with a double library and a dominator. Uh, he had shadows. And he had Untamed with double Dust Imp and a Full Moon and Choda and Key Charge. He uh, started off by, uh, I, I went first. I, I, I played first and put down, I think it was a Memory Chip. And then uh, his first turn, Full Moon, double Dust Imp. And I think he played Vigor. He got one other Amber somehow, so he got the seven. Knowing I had too, too much to protect in my hand, or in my deck. Uh, I didn't have any in hand, but I did have a Ronnie. <laughs> so I, I called Shadows, put down Ronnie, stole two, played a couple other creatures, and then kept them off key. We kept each other off a key for a good two, three turns after that. And then I think he forged first, and I forged second. And then then it was close. It was two keys to two keys. I played my Grasping Vines to put his uh, uh, double library of the dam back to his hand, along with the subtle maul. I was able to keep him off a key for a while, and he was able to keep me off a key, but, like, he just kept archi- he kept going this every turn, archiving, archiving, archiving. I assumed he had, like, nine cards in his archive. I, I figured they were all untamed, because he didn't play untamed after that first turn. But he, he had four amber, and then, uh, you know, I was at, like, five amber. He uh, got up enough to key cheat to, to win it at the third key. Which, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But it was a good game. It was a close match. I'm I'm disappointed in, in my losses, but my two losses have both been pretty close. So, 
I mean, it's it's viable. Well, we do know Kevin won in the last round, um, so he is a two and one with Hell Guy. He said Duskwitch stuck to the board for four turns straight, and you just you're not going to win if that happens with almost any deck. Yeah. You got to get that thing off the board. Um, and uh, James was up two, two keys, keys to one, one and had, like and had a bunch Yeah, so we're assuming his match will be over hopefully pretty soon. We haven't seen him, but hopefully we'll see him pretty soon. And we're off. It looks like two, three, and twos make the top cut here. You know, obviously four and one and five and zero oh will make it. So I need one more win. And Sean's playing for mine, but got two more rounds. Let's see yeah, what happens. Got a, got a one out with strength of schedule too. So we'll we'll see how it goes. So I'm, I'm rooting for the two guys that I lost against, James. From Louisville and Travis from Louisville. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, everybody. Hey, this is a recap after round four here at the Prime in Louisville. We got Kevin joining in this time. I guess hey he walked away last time when he was standing outside. Yep. But uh, Kevin's on a streak. Why don't you go ahead and start us off, Kevin? So after round four, I am currently three and one. I've won my last three games. Uh, last round, I played Spencer Hahn, guy at Lexington. Um, once again, learned that you know leaving Duskwitch on the table is a bad move for them. I he left. He let me keep Duskwitch on the table, and then I just went to a total Brobnar turn, put down a Grunt Buggy, went Drummer Knot, Foozle. And two uh, went with Bramo and a well, two Bramos, and uh, just kind of overtook them on the board. Yeah, good job. You're what three and one now? Three and one, there getting go, ready man. going to round five. Four and one makes it. Three and two, you got to cross your fingers. I think there's only one or two that are going to make it that way, but maybe three depends on how the things work out here. Um, mine, if you guys want to watch my last two, I think have been streamed because uh, I've been at table one. Um, this one, I mean, me and James have played a couple times before. I know he's a great guy. He's fun to play against because he's always upbeat and, and, and positive. I get kind of quiet sometimes whenever mm-hmm. I'm in intense matches, but he just keeps talking, which is great. It keeps gets me out of my shell a little bit. Um, but he, uh, real close match, back and forth. He took the, I think maybe I took the early lead. I kind of always had the lead, but I felt like I was in trouble most of the time because he had board. Uh, we both ended up with a pile of skulls out, which really complicates things. He made a pretty big error, in my opinion, when he played Bouncing Death Cork. He said so even after the match, and even after he did it. Um, he, he popped Grenade Snib on my side to get in. He would have been at six. Instead, he went to four because of it. Um, I, I mean, I had shadows in hand, so I had ways to get him off key. Um, but it was a, it was still a pretty big mistake because then I didn't have to play Shadows. He sat there with either four or five, and I was able to kind of continue to do things and get the board back on him, kind of reestablished, and then just played Untamed. I drew into a bunch of Amber with Full Moons, drawn back into the deck, um, and it played out right, and I got up to uh, eight. He bait and switched. He did some other things, but he had no answer for the six that were left, and, uh, and that was game, so he played a heck of a game. Um, hopefully he continues on, and um, right. I think I'm into the top eight. Yeah, um, is the way that works at four and one, and uh, cross my fingers and hope for uh, another win. And um, who knows? I know when anytime I go five and zero in Swiss, I seem to lose immediately thereafter. So I'd rather probably not, almost. But I'll keep playing, and we'll be back with you after this round. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Okay, we're recapping the final round of the Swiss rounds. Um, 
I uh, did uh, take down my match to go 5-0 and on number one seed going into the top eight cut. There was one 5-0, and four... Four and ones and three three and twos and Kevin's here joining me. Hey guys, because Kevin made the cut as well. Yep, I made top eight. Um, I played my last my my the end of uh, Swiss rounds. I played uh, Richard Neary, uh, local here. I think uh, it was all right. I got, was off to a good start. I had uh, got grunt buggy out a little early in my game and then uh, started building a little bit of a board on him. Uh, keep him from forging some keys but wow his his deck just generated so much amber i couldn't keep up with it so he was actually forging for 11 forging for 12 when he was facing against me even with grump buggy out there it was just amazing to watch his deck just do some work against uh against hell guy yeah my match i uh it was uh you know a pretty it was fairly one-sided um you know, the guy just uh, played, you know, a really close match, I think, in the round before. Um, and um, he was pretty excited to be in uh, the cut because he didn't. He basically got talked into coming at the last minute, so he was close to being in the cut. Um, you know, and it's, I mean, I know I'm in the cut, but, you know, it's, uh, you got to play the match, in my opinion. Uh, to just concede somebody in the cut's not fair to possibly others that, that may not make it, so. So I, I, you know, I played the match and I and I did win it. You know, that's probably a thought for some other time. You know, it wasn't a team thing. Uh, I had no idea how we were doing, but I was just making decisions. In so here goes uh, top eight. All right, everybody, we are just finishing with the top eight. Um, coming over here and uh, taking a break after. There's still about an hour left in the round. They give us two hours for the top eight cut. Currently, we have Sean bouncing up and down on the truck, so that's always <laughs> fun. Um, we're trying to get this recorded. Um, I faced off against uh, Justice Blinded, or Eric from Team Sass. Uh, he's local to Indy. He came down. I did manage to get him in both games. He came really, really close in game one to locking me out with Restrain Guntis. He mm-hmm. called Guntis and called Brobnar. I had four Brobnar in hand. I had a couple of Shadows cards. I think too much to protect and Ghostly Hand. I played him, drew my next two cards. He did a couple of things, got up to where he was going to forge, got up to 10, I think. He had not forged a key at that point. I was able in those two cards I replaced with uh, Silvertooth, and he did not have a taunt creature next to it. So I was able to play Silvertooth, knock out um, Restringuntis. He played a couple more creatures next turn, reaped with, I think, a couple of Abades that he had Amber captured on to, to remove Amber. Um, got up to where he was going to forge again. In hand, after the silver tooth, I drew into grenade snib. I already had loot the bodies and cowards in. He had eight wow. creatures with no damage on board. With, I think, a total of five amber captured. Maybe six uh, captured on the, from my hand. Um, then that was pretty much all she wrote. I mean, I, was, I went to some, some huge number and with the grenade snib was able to keep him off check at the same time. Um, and then played out like a fire spitter and uh, anger. Um, it was uh, it was a big swing turn. I got lucky, you know, that I happened to draw that silver tooth. I was close to losing that being locked out. I played the next game much more carefully, trying to hold the shadows, and I had Nep and Seed out to be able to go get something to solve the lockout. 
he played Neutron Shark early in the game and had discarded Restringuntus um, as part of the effect. You know, it went back and forth, but that game um, was definitely, you know, it was it was, it was a game of, he had his triple Abade in that deck, so he played Abades near the end before he was going to, before he was going to cycle his deck. And when he cycled his deck, I went ahead and played Coward's End and got rid of the Abade, so he would at least have to use his one Exhum on him, if nothing else. Um, to be able to have him make any use from that point forward. So, you know, it was a game, kind of a strategy thing, and uh, he just he couldn't get the lock. That, I think his deck requires that a little bit. It could probably go pretty fast, too. Um, but, you know, you know, Coda, Shadows is, is can, can be pretty gross. So, how, did, how did your match there go, Kevin, in the top eight? So, my match uh, for top eight, I actually drew... Rick Neary again. I play. I was in the sixth slot. He was in the third or three slot. So me and him played each other. Um, our first match went for fairly quickly. Um, I kept digging and digging and digging into my deck to try and pull a grunt buggy out, trying to desperately find it, trying to play as many cards as I could out of my hand uh, to try and dig for that grunt buggy, but. It was all the way cut to the bottom of the deck. So, unfortunately, you know, Hell Guy kind of uh, needs uh, Grunt Buggy out there to use it to keep your opponent from forging your keys. So, my first match against him didn't go so well. But then uh, we went ahead and picked up our cards, shuffled up, and started into our second game. And our second game went a little bit differently. My first... Uh, first turn out, I was able to put down Grunt Buggy and then uh, kind of build a board after that and uh, was able to keep it going, uh, kept him off a key for a few turns, uh, and then uh, the game just took a different turn and the tide started turning against me and uh, he was able to keep forging keys. Uh, he wasn't really worried about Grunt Buggy being out there because his deck is just so fast with the Amber Generation. Uh, especially if he's able to keep archiving away uh, Mars cards using uh, his uh, Logos uh, house. He just kept mar archiving his lo or his Mars one card after another, and then he was just able to turn around and start playing Mars and doing some damage. So it went... It, our two games went fairly quickly uh, for the 90 minutes we're given. Um, I'd say, you know... He was more nervous about our second game, me trying to keep him from forging. But after, like I said, when he started drawing his Mars house, uh, it did the game just the tide just turned, and uh, I wasn't able to keep him away from forging. So I mean, I put up a good fight. Uh, Hell guy put up a good fight. Uh, we both, uh, you know, said we were discussing after our game, you know, what could have been different, what could have been played different. I, I probably had a few misplays in there um i could have played a little bit differently but you know all in all i did cut to top eight i'm thankful for uh, you know this prime being here in louisville today and uh you know we'll just kind of move on and go to the next prime or the next uh, vault tour event yeah we have vault tour next week uh we'll come back and recap i will at least and, and maybe other people can jump in or, or whatever but i will uh, be back uh, after the next round top four here we go Okay, everybody, we are done here at Louisville at the Prime, and uh, top four is over, and 
the last remaining key charger is out. I lost to, to James Greenwell. Um, great guy. I think he played a couple of us. I played him in Swiss. Yeah, was Sean played him. Loss. <laughs> that was his first loss. I beat him in Swiss. Close match in Swiss. And uh, first game of the top four, you guys can jump in, those who are watching. But, I mean, first game from my point of view, top four, I drew, I drew pretty bad. Uh, for the deck I was playing. Um, that was about the third game in a row. I actually didn't draw very well. And uh, he got Pile of Skulls out early. His deck relies on Pile of Skulls to do most of the Amber control for him. Um, you know, with the Crumps and the Fire Spitters and Balder and everything that's got in it. And, you know, it was a little back and forth, but, you know, it uh, he won that game pretty handily. I can't remember if it was 3-1 or 3-2. I think it was 3-2. It was 3-2. Maybe yeah. I barely got the two. Yeah. I don't know what you guys see anything in that uh, game. No, I think you pretty much said it. The the only other thing, you know, is Lago Sweet's pretty good with Double Mother, and he, I think he had one out the almost the entire time the first game. Because when you're able to kill the first one, he played the second one out too. So, you know, drawing an extra card every turn. Yeah, he cycled through his deck significantly faster than you did. Yep. Which is, you know, once again, my draw was a lot of two two twos. Yeah, you, you know, know, a lot of three, two, ones. The the three made no sense. You know, like I had to go somewhere a different direction to slow him down. So. Right, and I I was on his side of the table, but when I saw you play, you, like you really never burst your amber like you like that deck can do. So it actually didn't burst it hardly at all. The only reason it burst, even in the top eight match, was just the cowards and loot the bodies playing the one game. If it wasn't for that, I didn't really burst in the game two either against Eric. Um, game two, um, from my point of view, I mean, I got out to an enormous lead. The deck went crazy early. You know, his deck has a lot of ways to keep off of Amber. Once again, he got out Paula Skulls first. And, you know, it's a little bit of a race for that card because I have it as well. And, you know, his, his deck is a little beefier than mine, which helps him. Drew back into my deck and a last card in the deck, um, before I drew over, um, I was holding Neppin Seed for the longest time. Just kind of waiting to hopefully draw loot the bodies so I can loot the bodies cards in, and I just couldn't find the other one. So um, it was the last card in the deck. Um, I'd used Neppin Seed for a second Relentless to keep him off a key and to get the six. And he found a way to keep me off the key. I don't remember if that was the Logos turn that went kind of crazy. Um, something like that in there. And then, uh, you know, Pile of Skulls wins uh, with the beefier deck. So, man, you know, it's the weakness of muscles is that. I said it on the way down here. If I don't have, I don't have a way to get rid of artifacts. You know, I can use them, like, cause I have a couple of nexus, but I in that deck, but, uh. So the one thing I noticed with that, like, the, I think the first, first six or seven rounds, you guys just kept each other off the first key, but you were able to burst after that to, like, forge first, and then you got enough to forge a second key before he forged his first key, but then after that, it was, it was game over. He just drew great. And played and played and was able to keep you off your last key and forces the key in time. Yeah, and you drew one time too late. That yeah. the yeah yeah loot cowards. I uh, drew it uh, the turn after the game was over. If I draw one turn earlier, I win the game because he had a bazillion creatures and it would have hit for big. So Andy had so much amber captured. So um, there was nothing you could do if that happened. But you know that's that's it. It was a uh, fun. I think. I mean, I know it wasn't the greatest results. For everybody, yeah, two but, in the top eight. Yeah, it's pretty good. Two in the top eight. We've got uh, I got some weird looking box that looks like it holds three or four decks or something. I'm not quite sure. Probably four. 
has a bunch of the cool pictures that we've already seen of a bunch of the anomalies, time quake and that kind of stuff on it. So cool. Uh, that's it, everybody. We'll post this and uh, we'll uh, indie vault tour um, coming next week. Um, I think we're gonna try to do some sort of roundtable maybe or something. We're gonna have a whole bunch of us maybe uh, be able to record and see what happens. Sounds good. Awesome. See you, everybody. See ya. Boomer Sooner. <laughs>